Is this thing on? I am so mad right now. I, like, what happened? I don't even want to talk about it, but I can't walk my dog in the park no more. Every stinking time I go to the park, the ducks chase it, hmm. chase my dog every time. Chase it, nipping, biting, little pecks on them, <laughs> chasing around. Even the, the geese joined in yesterday. Geese and ducks chasing my dog around. I just fed up. I got to go somewhere where there aren't no ducks and geese. Like, I am never, ever buying a purebred dog again. <laughs> <laughs> a subtle dad joke. <laughs> purebred is in yeah. like, like Wonder Bread. Yeah. Oh, come yeah. on. That's Amazing. the joke. <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> that is no, that's oh, my favorite man. one so far though, of the, of the two. Hey, someone said you should start every, uh, every uh podcast with a dad joke and uh i'll make them eat their words and they want to be like that so. <laughs> they'll regret saying they'll regret saying that yeah so. that's for sure anyway here we are episode 16 i can't wow. believe again another week mm. with you i mean another week <laughs> well th- i'm resigning after that that's this is it i'm with you i am not doing another podcast this year with you no way <laughs> No way, no how. You've heard it here, folks. He's had it with me. I've had it. This is the end. This is it. Our views are down. And Doug's had it. Shut <laughs> up. I quit. Uh, but truthfully, this, we might as well say, this is our last episode of 2021. Sad, but true. Due to far too much going on mm. for you guys and for us, we're mm. just going to... Uh, sit back and uh take a breath and start again start again the new year enjoy the holidays and enjoy the busyness of work first and then enjoy the holidays for a brief moment yeah work twice as hard again to catch up (laughs) (laughs) that's true it's true that's the miserable uh caretaker in me (laughs) (laughs) uh what are you drinking well let's say this first this concludes our uh our intro dad joke <laughs> we're segueing now into a new segment that we just uh, recently created um called the featured coffee of the week and doug is drinking a really special is it a new blend doug oh it's a new blend it's from a blue can and it says uh, <laughs> it's from my i have a friend maxwell and, it's the uh, same exact one isn't it as last time Mac- it is the exact same one. I haven't <laughs> gone anywhere fancy to get fancy coffee. Yeah, yeah. I have to uh, stick with old Maxwell House for coffee for a while. Yep. Till I get to the big city to find some uh, fancy pants coffee. So well, I take it then uh, you have some kind of fancy pants coffee. It's really, really fancy. I mean, it's the fanciest of fancy coffees. Truthfully, it's a Costco coffee. And I'm trying to pull up the name now because... Uh, there are so many bags of coffee being that my housemate is uh, actually he works for two different coffee shops and I believe it's called um, something high blend. And if you're a Costco goer, a regular Costco goer, and you buy the coffees at Costco, you're probably screaming into your computer or iPhone saying, Oh, it's so-and-so, but anyway, it's good. 
it's i think it's called highland organic and it's uh but, yeah it's good well it's funny you say that because my espresso beans are from costco oh are they yeah big bought a big bag and we're grinding the grinding them up and they're it's good a, it is good coffee yeah i know it's the way to uh, go you'd be hard pressed to find anything better yeah they feel like the strong suit of costco is their curation and they're, they're really good at picking stuff and they probably won't yeah. let it in if it's not good so yeah for sure for sure you got a fancy mm. mug there too nice tree scene yeah my mom <laughs> gave me this all cool points are gone no no that's not true yeah. my mom is the best look at this that's lots of there's there are mushrooms you guys are missing out if you're listening on audio right now yeah because you really are there's a beautiful there's a little, trail it's a kind I of can, a folk art scene i can yeah yeah i can so, feel myself walking down the trail in the yeah. forest yeah yeah i can have that cup you can you can if, if you come to michigan i can i can have your cup i'll give it to you that's the deal Pretty little time i yeah. don't know where i ever got that from every time i see something like oh i can i can have it so silly i'll be a horrible dad i'm just gonna end up giving him stuff or her whatever they want within reason i gotta learn to say no better is my point here yeah yes i'm uh educating a few people in my uh in my group of friends and family to uh, learn how to say no right because i have only learned in the last uh, few years to say no and mm. it's fantastic <laughs> <laughs> uh, unless it's something that you're going to do and you're going to happily do but mm. if you don't have to do it and it's not for the greater good of anything or it's just somebody using you right. that's 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 when you say no when you know that they're just using you yeah and uh yeah right. say no or if you say yes you can say yes but don't complain to me. Right. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> you, you, you said it to yes. yourself. Yeah. You did it to yourself. Don't whine no. to me. No, it is truly hard to feel bad for people who bring upon themselves sorrow, right? It's it's a lot easier to feel bad for folks who just end up in bad circumstances. But people who put themselves in the same situations over and over again, it's like a certain point, you can't feel bad for them anymore. Well, I don't know if we want to go this way, but uh I have that going on right now with a homeless man. Oh boy. But uh, I won't go into too many details, but uh, yeah, I had to uh, serve him a no trespassing order mm -hmm. because he goes to the bathroom. Oh, come on. Where, like, yeah. And he just goes outside. and throws, throws garbage all over the, like, he's just, uh, but he has like, like our town, he has the options of warm food and shelter. <laughs> and he chooses not to and he's not mentally ill it's a drug issue oh so wow. a lot of people are, are screaming uh oh, yep. it's mentally illness but no it's a drug issue so uh in anyway, his case yeah help is available but anyway i don't want to <laughs> go there but yeah there you go no no it, it's uh it's a real problem you know no but like you say there there are a huge number of folks in our area the nearest uh kind of downtrodden i shouldn't say downtrodden town in general but the the town with probably the largest case of homelessness uh, in in michigan if not uh if it's not detroit it's pontiac and most of those folks are folks who have been 
um, extradited or kicked out of uh, these hmm. clinics that have closed down. Yep. And most of them are homeless. Yep. yep. No, but, I understand that. But yep. you do, but you do have, you know, you do have a fair number of people who are uh, just addicted and who are homeless as a result of that addiction. And so it does kind of make you, it does give you a second thought when you're giving money to somebody at the side of the road you know i I love the idea of giving instead of money giving people things of value that would help Mm. like so i've kind of i keep some blankets in the car and i i feel like that's a better option than giving somebody money when you don't necessarily know what they're doing or granola bars or whatever you know so for sure anyway but off that was a tangent (laughs) there there you go what have you been up to man what's going on in your world I don't, I can't even tell you if I'm coming or going these days. Really? It's just chaos. Yep. Busy. Christmas season is busy all around. Yeah. At the mall, of course, it's busy. Yeah. At the church, of course, it's busy. There's, yeah. We've got suppers and banquets and clothes or uh, food drives and hampers and yeah. car- like everywhere I turned, I got more work. So it's a, it's a, it's a hectic, busy time and then yeah. home, right? Home again too. It's uh yeah, just go, go, go. Hmm. And then on top of it all, when I do have a minute, see, I start silly projects and I won't even bother showing, but uh, I'm doing this side of my studio. I'm ripping and tearing and I'm going to build myself a stand up workbench with hmm. some crafting tools and a vice just to add to all everything else that's going on in here that I can actually uh, work with uh, other mediums or, um, or create uh, multiple media art. Great. Yeah. Art, oh boy. Art question. No, but uh, <laughs> it's a sensitive wanna, word for you. <laughs> I know it's terrible, but uh, no, I'm going to start using uh, different things added to the carving or, right. or just simpler crafts too. Mm. I'm, I'm the whole point is to uh, regain recapture what I started like probably almost two years ago and it was a carve and craft theme mm. so it's not necessarily always about carving and uh, if you're a little bit crafty or something that maybe I'll do things once in a while that you can pick up and yeah it's not carving but it's still right. cool you know yep so since this is my uh, where I do a lot of the filming and stuff I thought it'd just be a perfect idea just to clean out this side that means my big monster gnome house is uh, gonna be out in the snow, but that's mm. okay. Right? Maybe, uh, maybe they'll find it out there. <laughs> but it's a use, right? You've got all that real estate. But no one I was moving it, and I got all these. Uh, I was collecting oh, gnomes that I had stashed all over the gnome house. And I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven gnomes there. I got two downstairs and about six over here. So I got like twenty-four inch. My gnomes. Wow. And uh, I don't want to put them outside because they'll just go bad. But yeah. Oh, no. I'll, I'll, I'll find a home for them. No, you. Yeah. There you go. So to be continued. I'll keep my gnome means. friends. Uh, <laughs> I'll keep my gnome friends safe and happy. But otherwise, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm just busy. Just working. Hmm. Working. And uh, I don't think I carved anything. I think the only video this week or it was a week ago was the uh, squirrel pole. Mm-hmm. Uh, outsmarting <laughs> the squirrels yeah which, which i loved a, it was a fun it was fun video it's, it's still fun for me to watch them everyone's telling me that i'm gonna fail it's gonna lose and uh-huh. yeah maybe i will in time yeah but they're not and everyone's it's comments are like 
they have a eight foot vertical jump well mine don't yeah no <laughs> mine aren't eating well enough i guess because yeah. uh it's still thwarting them right so yeah as long as it works for like 98 percent of the squirrels if the occasional oh, yeah. one eventually gets up there it's not the end of the world no, no i don't mind that at all and so, everyone's like you i feel sorry for the squirrels well does it have anything to do with me playing sad music what no. did you on the video i, oh, I found a sad song it was like i missed that part the squirrel lamont where they can't you missed okay. that part see you didn't watch the video i did i really did watch it <laughs> well, I that was the that was the music for the all every scene of them. I do remember thinking, all I remember is thinking, this is why did he pick this music? <laughs> <laughs> I was just so confused. I didn't yeah. connect that this was a sad thing because I was laughing was, while I was watching it. Yeah, no, it was supposed to be. But well, maybe I, that's why that probably added do, to the, yeah. Yeah, I always do silly stuff like that. Put a saw, sad song, <laughs> squirrels are failing. <clears throat> yeah, that's awesome. Just like uh, when I did the horse head squirrel feeder one. I played the cowboy music. <laughs> that was good. That I was very fitting. That's one of the, the least viewed videos. And it's still to this day when I watch it, I giggle like a little schoolgirl. <laughs> That's my favorite. I love it. Oh, so, man. As long as I'm happy, then whatever. Yeah. How many, anyway. gnomes, how many gnomes do you reckon you've carved in your life in the last five or six years of carving? Oh, a lot. A lot, yeah. A lot. Well, not a lot, maybe 40 or 50 or wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yep. And uh all different sizes too. Hmm. Like I've done chainsaw ones, I've done uh like just big four by four ones. Like even even though they're not that great, but I got a bunch like this too. Those that, are cool. Uh, that's just a pine four by four. Really? And yeah. That's cool. Yeah, no, I like the gnomes. You've done the big ones too, huh? Like the ones you go outside in the front yard. Yeah, but the one I left outside. Here's the the, the true story: is I I did it out of a basswood log and I left it outside. No, oh. not a good idea. Really bad idea. He's all punky and busted up now. Mm. So hmm. I didn't I didn't paint them. That's I just left them. Oh. I was just practicing. I was just yeah. playing. Yeah. So yeah, yeah probably a. A, 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 wow. a cedar or a spruce or would, be ideal. would be ideal for that environment yeah probably right yes it would but, but yeah that's uh i don't know that's all i can think of right off the bat so yeah what are you been up to um well the saga continues with the <laughs> sauna sauna um it's been Funny, a friend of mine came over yesterday and said, uh, you know, I, I got to pick up some stuff from the house that I left over at the studio. And so I said, welcome, come on by anytime. I'll be working. And he came over and brought his son with him and said, all right, well, I'll see you guys later. And so son was with me and I was like, well, okay, and I'm going to put you to work, kid. And so he, uh, Sam and I, he's uh, 15 and uh, a great worker. I was impressed with how, uh, yeah, he was just so so quick to grab you know the right tool and bring it over when i was sitting under the crawl space of the sauna trying to insulate it and i ran into this problem where i'm putting foam back you know i'm putting foam into the uh the to keep the insulation the fiberglass insulation from falling out of the bottom of the of the you know um floor and so i ran out of uh joists to screw the foam to and i had like an extra piece of foam it didn't have anywhere to screw to so i had to create these 
brackets that spanned the whole distance of the joist that held it in place. So he was under there with me and the wind was blowing. I mean, must have been 40, 50 miles an hour with gusts up to that at least. But um, yeah. So what day, what day was that? This was uh, yesterday. Oh, yesterday was crazy windy here. You had the same thing? Oh, yeah. Big time. Hmm. Yeah, it was. Uh, they were they were threatening that the hydro, the electricity. <laughs> <laughs> they said the hydro was going to go out because of the uh, strong winds and the uh, trees will be falling and stuff it was oh. gusting 80 to 100 80 to 90 really kilometers an hour yeah it was crazy yeah we had yeah. the same thing man and it was just like unreal like we, we I, I i thought i was going to get up on the roof to start finishing up you know buttoning up the final part of the siding on the the, the north facing side and uh i picked up the wood and almost pulled me off of the hill so i, I didn't even get up on the hill on the roof i just figured I'd, it'd be a death sentence you want to hear a plywood in high wind story? Yeah, do I ever? Okay. Uh, remember where you were. Yeah. But uh, when I was, uh, I think I was probably late teens, working on a, a four-story uh, condo building. Mm-hmm. And they were uh, forming each floor as they went up. So they would form the floor, pour it, and then block up. Form the floor, pour it, block up. Okay. But uh, anyway, so the form, the, the floor was uh, four by eight sheets. Long mm-hmm. story short, Wind caught a four by eight sheet, threw it up in the air, came across, hit a guy in the jaw. Oh, knocked the guy out, but knocked him down. So his jaw was broken, choking mm. on his tongue. Oh, and the foreman came and had to smash his face the other way to get his hand in there to get his tongue out. Ah, oh. it was uh, the guy, the guy needs a, a, an award, really for doing that because he couldn't he couldn't get his mouth open because he had smashed mm-hmm. it with that sheet of plywood mm-hmm. but so he had yeah, to, that he was, to use an object to bust it the other way or that i don't remember yeah that, that was, i wouldn't uh, really care to know anyway i guess the more i think on it but <laughs> yeah i was on the uh i was on the trim end so we were uh we're so far behind after that so yeah but yeah sorry Thanks. go ahead <laughs> no that's a man all right i'm uh regathering my thoughts here because that that's a horrible picture but yeah otherwise it was just you know the interior has been electrical i can't remember if we had done that uh talked about that if that had happened last week or this week but i'm I'm pretty sure it was this week that we picked up a control panel and a bunch of wire and ended up no no yeah I, we hadn't so yeah the, there's a box uh, an exterior box uh just kind of an interface or not interface but a junction box um that's out there used for a hot tub typically but we have it you know mounted to the outside of the, sh- the, the sauna itself and so i dug a trench off to receive the 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 10 the the wire and uh so the interior has been insulated fully now the exterior has been fully insulated well the uh, at least the floor has been insulated in the ceiling um and we finally started to attach the reflective tape the uh the film the reflective aluminum film uh, that goes underneath the siding or the uh, interior sh- uh, sheeting or in our case um, cedar plank uh, and so yeah next up is the uh, the cedar so i have to go process that in the studio and in then in my dad's place he has the bandsaw and the tools to to do the tongue and groove or probably more likely the shiplap type thing yep. so, yeah but i think Very that's good. it 
Yeah, I think yeah. that some other than you know the fundamentals of wood carving project, I've been uh, still working on the, each individual little tree. I mean, I, I spent half of the day carving this little forest, which um, you know I'm not going to pretend with the fundamentals of wood carving people that it was a quick project. And mm -hmm. I've uh, I've probably given them more than they can chew. Uh, hopefully that they're still in, hopefully they're still encouraged to do the project. But it's basically this landscape scene of a. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you know, it's a wolf with some trees and a lake and the Teton mountains in the background. And so it's like this big ordeal. So still working on that, finishing that so, up. So here's one thought that I, I had when I saw what you're doing there. How did you like working on the landscape with the setup that you have for stand-up for vertical faces? How did that landscape, uh, how holding the landscape mm -hmm. Were you wiggling it all over or was it uh, no. no no it's fine great. no it's great for the bark um you know i'm I've done some uh basswood relief carving where I turn the piece so that you know the fixture board is kind of uh, perpendicular to the uh, to the uh, mounting board and if you're confused at what I'm talking about, you have to check out one of our channels to see uh <clears throat> excuse me our uh, our individual setups there. Uh, basically a fixture board mounted to a wall at about like a 20 degree or 10 degree angle, whatever. And uh, you know, they're uh, what we use to hold the bark to the wall. So anyway, yeah, it worked well. Yeah. Okay. So, because I always push on everything and I just imagine slapping that thing off the, yeah. Off the holder, but. Oh, it's happened before. I mean, I've done this sort of carving and I've had stuff just like completely blow off and hit you know hit the, the wall or one of the you know chairs next to me or the camera where see that but this one's been good it's been I've, i added an extra clamp so there are three clamps attached to the uh fixture board right now they're just these two inch spring clamps so what i use for those yep. of you who are watching you can kind of see over there what we're looking at so oh very yeah. good so i have uh i have new carving area envy your uh, your pick of the your artist of the week last week yeah has uh, created a new studio with a uh, he can he can carve three things at a time oh man I have the same <laughs> yeah I have the same envy looks good looks really good I kind of I I'm I regret picking him because he has a nice studio and he's a good carver <laughs> so <laughs> well, he's, uh, he's moving into no. a new studio and so he's got three carving stations in a row so it's yeah. kind of cool. It's like a really it. good thought. And I seriously consider doing that in here. Yeah. Um, but I decided against it. Um, I figured I would add it, you know, as I went forward with f finishing the room, but I never did add the, the second and third fixture board. But that's a great thought, especially if you're teaching, you can have students at the, at the wall next to you or have multiple projects going and not have to mm -hmm. mount it. That's a good thought. Yeah, so. especially if you're teaching. You're right. Yeah, good point. Yeah. So um that's it for me that's it for you should we go right into our topic eh hey what's the eh? what do we do what is our topic this week our topic is well the end of the year wrap-up and that is including you know our summary of what we're doing for christmas if you're doing anything uh for christmas doug we'd love to hear it uh any new year plans you know new year's plans um and then new year's resolutions like any, yeah, uh, <laughs> these are like a controversial one. thing, but some people set New Year's resolutions, and uh, yeah, 
I'd like to hear it. Well, what's uh, let's do it in order then. Let's start yeah. with uh, leading up to Christmas. Right. What uh, what's a what's a, a Christmas for Alec look like? Um, you know, it's when when I moved out from my parents' house as a single male, um, there wasn't as much attention paid to Christmas, and you kind of realize how much Christmas is really geared towards kids and how much more fun it is if you have young kids and you know other than the music that's played every single year that sometimes gets you know if i if i'm being totally honest sometimes it kind of gets old i don't know if there are any others who agree with me out there but um it's, well if i can be honest yeah i hate christmas music with a passion do you really oh i do i, I did not know this it. about you yes no i have oh i if i if it comes on the radio i turn it off <laughs> i don't even know why it's just too much Especially, and if it's even like that elevator type just background music mm -hmm. i could smash my head against the wall I just, <laughs> against it oh, i, I felt it. so bad for saying that it makes me feel better that you're not into christmas music either but no, so le no. let me say feliz navidad that's going to be <laughs> always makes me happy it does i always sing along with it and i don't i never want to turn that off but every other christmas song i've heard with exception to, you know, the Frank Sinatra Christmas songs I like, uh, I like, you know, um, you know, Nat King Cole's, you know, it's always good. To, you know, the, there are a few people who are good to listen to, but otherwise it's like, oh no, not this again. So that being said, I don't hate Christmas uh, as a whole, but I don't celebrate it in the same way. I will say though, as I've gotten, uh, you know, Annalise is more Christmas oriented. So we have been, uh, this year we ended up, we did get a tree. We, we did get a, a live tree and uh, just a couple of days ago, actually, we were kind of late to the game. Uh, although I still see a lot of people driving around with Christmas trees on their car. So I don't think so late, but, um, and we decorated it, a live tree. And I bought all the lights to do the exterior of my house, but turns out you need clips to attach the lights to the house. So Yesterday, I picked those up, and I've yet to put the lights up. So, But that's really the story for me. What about you? Yeah, no, pretty much the same thing. You think you're late to the party with the Christmas tree. I've had mine for one and a half hours. Oh, that's, yeah, I saw this. You were, where did you yeah. go? My brother has a Christmas tree farm, yeah. and uh, I just went and got one. Nice. <laughs> yeah, uh, Sophie was That's convenient. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yo my brother has a christmas tree farm and it's, that uh, is like well, the white could, that's like the beet farm level like thing somehow to me like that's yeah. funny well that's what's funnier is I, I could throw a stone and hit his property from where i am right now too oh really yeah my uh, three of my brothers or three of us yeah are within the stones throw of each other huh yeah my other brother's just you know three minutes away not uh, but yeah <laughs> so he's the outcast <laughs> he's the outcast yeah he's uh, three minutes away yeah but uh yeah no we just we just cut it and uh yeah so that's uh i don't partake in the decorating at all sophie is of course uh being the uh lady of the house loves to decorate yeah. and loves to change she changes every season hmm. easter halloween christmas you know everything has got a whole tote in the basement that i have to go carry up and decorate the the season and yeah you know. oh man even my 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 porch my porch yeah. has a separate seasons 
for all the wow. things. And I have like chainsaw carvings and stuff. And do you for like Christmas? Chains. Oh yeah. Oh nice. Yeah. yeah, I do. I have a snowman out there. Yeah. Nice. Yep. So the snowman is a, a simpler one, more of the, uh, the stacking uh, log type. Oh, cool. But, but anyway, but yeah, we just, uh, it's funny as you get older and the families grow. So COVID threw a wrench in Christmas last year and we didn't really, I don't think we got together. I don't remember what I did yesterday, so I may be wrong, mm -hmm. but I think COVID killed Christmas last year and it was a smaller, mm -hmm. smaller Christmas. Yeah. But anyway, as in the, as families go, as the brothers and the families grow and they get bigger and bigger, like the, the, if we got, if we got my immediate family together, I'm mm -hmm. not even sure, but there'd be over 40, mm. 45. I don't know. Cause everybody's like, I've got kids. I got grandkids. So my brothers have kids and grandkids and it oh. just gets bigger and bigger. So, so as it gets bigger and bigger, you don't do as much. So, right. and Sophie's family is all a thousand kilometers North. Yeah. And uh, we like to uh, mix it up every few years and, and go up there. But again, this year it's the same thing. We're not we're not traveling to her family, so it's just uh, it's just my family. Yeah. So, which is nice. Uh, don't don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining at all. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I like a nice small, great quieter the better. I can. Uh, me and crowds and and loud noises and screaming and hollering are you know I got about an hour in me. <laughs> Well, that's where we differ because I love our Lacasse family Christmas gathering. It's always on my dad's side and because the Greek side, we don't really seem to value Christmas in the same way. So yeah. my parents, uh, my dad's side is completely, you know, into Christmas to the nines and there are still young cousins in the family. And so every year it's absolute, utter drunken chaos and I love it. I love, I love going and be, I, I'm a, I'm a spectator. You know, I don't, I'm not a participant. I, I feel yeah. as though I'm just there to observe and gleefully watch, you know, I think uh, Sophie's family would give that family a run for their money. Really? Those crazy Frenchmen. Oh yeah. All of the family up there and uh, they all have a, their own song that they sing and oh, they man. pull out the instruments and sing goofy, silly songs and, I am so out of my element up there, <laughs> but it's fun. It's always yeah. fun. So, and they do curling. We always do, we used to go, cool. Every time we go up there, we go curling and uh, do the old uh, Canadian thing. Is that a thing? Americans do much curling. I feel like it's mostly uh, it's like more of a Canadian thing. The only reason that we know it exists is because of Canadians participating we we don't have it i mean the, the i've only seen it because of the olympics winter olympics oh okay i wouldn't so even know it exists mm. you haven't done it oh no not only do have i not done it but i don't know anyone who has <laughs> okay <laughs> it's, it's it's not a thing here yeah no we have actual buildings that are just curling rings. really yeah oh yeah yeah like we have bowling you have curling Huh. Yep. yep. Well, bowling is a big thing too, right? With you guys, I'm sure. Yeah, it's around. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't cross the street to go bowling, but neither. Yeah. <laughs> but it seems like another excuse 
like the lacrosse lacrosse christmas party to get it's another excuse to get drunk you know bowling alleys you know that your big pints of beer and i'm just not into it but yeah no but no. yeah so what about new year's did you guys have any well let's like, no, no back up let's stay oh, at christmas for a minute oh boy what what is uh see because i'm retraining everyone for the gift giving aspect yeah. uh-huh i don't want anyone to buy me anything like i want nothing if you, <laughs> you know what i mean really yeah i'm i'm to the point now well i'm i've been getting rid of stuff oh and then people don't don't buy something just for the sake of buying things either we'll talk about it or give me a give me a experience or a meal or whatever you know what i mean but don't buy me something like oh here's another this you know like just for the sake of gift giving but yeah. so so i want to say this is what me and my wife do i give her so much money i spend the same money and then we wrap it and put it under the tree that's <laughs> awesome yeah we get exactly what we want because we bought it ourselves yep and uh yeah perfect i i like that the, i don't i don't like the, the the pressure of trying to find the right gift for especially the, the girlfriend pressure is real i mean that's that's yeah, real that but be, yeah but luckily you know annalise is uh she's she's pretty this year was i think pretty simple although i will say i don't know that it's like the it's a, it's a very romantic gift um but it's it's a gift so we'll see she doesn't listen to the podcast why don't you just share with everybody yeah right <laughs> <laughs> yeah th this would be the this would be the time that she like <clears throat> you know listen and re-listen re to the podcast yep. and you know i shouldn't say that she doesn't because this will again this will be the one that she listens to and then she'll be like why did you say that yeah so yeah well i'm excited to get the gifts i bought myself <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's fun yeah. so Anyway, so New Year's, New Year's yeah. actually now, New Year's doesn't mean much to me at all. It used to be such a big, big ordeal. We'd always go places and do things, but uh, now I'm very happy to, uh, you know what? Let's just admit, I'm just getting old. I think that's it. <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I'm excited for New Year's. I always yep. love the feeling of starting a new year. Yeah. Yeah. Like Christmas is over. Like right. I'm kind yep. of a Grinch that way, but I'm, I right. just love yeah. New Year's, start a new year. Let's go. And this year is going to be extra special. Do you know why? Hmm. I'm shaving. Oh, no. Don't do it. <clears throat> no, no, no. Yeah, that's the deal. Oh, no. No, no, no. So right, for folks, let's hear it from know, you in the inbox. Please send Doug letters of your love for his beard so he doesn't shave it. It's a horrible the, idea. The plant will last January 1st was the last time I shaved. So this is, it'll be exactly one year and this will be the first time ever I made it the full year. Hmm. And if it was up to me, I probably, if my wife hadn't told the whole internet on one of our live streams, what I was doing, I would <laughs> never have said it because I probably would have failed at about six or seven months. Wow. So yeah, it's getting out of hand. No. You got to admit it. It's crazy. No, no, no. I, might I, I, I still might change my mind. If I become a uh, professional Santa Claus carver, I think this is the luck to go for it. But uh, otherwise, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what else was a real real a real uh reason that really or something that really helped me make it the full year yeah was that this was the year i was turning 50 and i want uh -huh. to be able to say in my 50th year i did not shave so and we'll get to uh we'll get to uh something 
our resolution is coming, but uh, I've done one year things. I've done all kinds of things for one year. Mm. And uh, I always like a challenge. Yeah. But I'll save mine for the, the resolutions. Yeah. Well, as far as what we do for New Year's, um, there's never like a set thing. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, I try to take at least a couple of hours and like write out, you know, some thoughts, some review, something into the future. Uh, I won't get to the, I'm tempted to, to jump right to the resolutions too, but we'll keep that for the next part here. But um, this year, the plan is to visit Annalise's friends who are in uh, Minneapolis. So <clears throat> I'm already, I'm already hearing about the uh, fancy outfits that they're wearing and the uh, the fact that I'm going to have to like buy a new wardrobe for this is uh, kind of irks me a bit. So I'm uh, but, uh, but I've met some of her friends and they're, they're a lot of fun. So I'm excited to uh, meet the rest of them. So, uh, but yeah, as far as like any for any event that requires me to dress formally is uh, something that gives me anxiety and I just don't like it. Uh, yeah. I just don't look right. Whenever, whenever I can't put a formal outfit on and then look normal. I look like a, I don't know what I look like, but it's not good. So uh being uh greek uh, when you said we're talking about new year's i was thinking uh, what would is there any food that only gets made is there any special food that uh, is a seasonal food or or a traditional food or i would i'll tell you what i was thinking it was the uh oli bolen is the uh, dutch it's kind of like a little uh kind of like a little a fritter that gets made on new year's all the time that's for the dutch guys hmm. and it's a uh, always uh, look forward to treat you can only make it once a year so we don't have that what's a dutchie uh, if you went to a restaurant yeah. or a donut shop it's like a that would be the tim hortons dutchie huh. which they don't make anymore actually i've never but, heard of that that must be yeah. a, must be a bygone thing but yeah there's nothing that i know of uh but i'm i know that there are traditions but we we never really uh celebrated any of those traditions um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, but yeah, but there are foods that we have around Christmas time. Um, there, you know, but but nothing, nothing that I can think of New Year's related. I think the starkest cultural contrast uh, is the Greek uh, Easter, where we do the entire lamb on a spit. Mm, yeah, I mean, that, that's yeah. that's pretty out there. So. Yeah. <laughs> i saw what was it i think it was in costco was, they got the whole the whole goat in the freezer oh costco. yeah yeah isn't that cool it's like a, i never saw that before in the That's costco awesome. <laughs> but uh yeah so as far as new year's resolutions do you tend to hold new year's resolutions or what does that look like for you i do i try hmm. uh this year is a gonna be a fun one as i mentioned probably three weeks ago well tentative i have to get it first but whenever it comes that is the start of the, the resolution is i'm using i purchased a light phone too oh and remember we talked about that a while ago he's going light folks but they haven't uh it, it doesn't mail out till uh, mid-december and if they're running late well regardless when i get it is the start and i'm going to do a year with the dumb phone mm-hmm. dumb phone with podcasts and navigation so not not your old flip phone but Right. no browser and i'm excited very excited oh so you can listen to like spotify or apple music and stuff i'm not sure how the podcast work there isn't mm-hmm. no not spotify maybe i don't even know maybe it's a drag and drop 
like the old uh old uh, ipods or whatever the right. old mp3 players but yeah you can listen to them so there okay. is a way huh. so i'm gonna do that for a full year unless i break the phone which <laughs> happens quite often <laughs> you and i both but yep that's the goal i'm breaking free from uh, a lot of internet i've been so good lately and uh i'm probably down like 40% of my 50% of my internet intake and I'm getting things done and I have a, I'm happier <laughs> and uh, it's just good. So I want to, I want to carry that on. Yeah. So um, for me, I've never really believed in new year's resolutions. I don't know what it is, but, uh, and maybe it's not that I don't believe in them. I just don't really have any. And I, don't think that uh for me that's something that would be helpful and maybe it would but um i think it's just kind of annoying when people have these goals that are almost unrealistic that they never achieve yeah no yeah that's just a way to get depressed yeah so i try not to um i try not to to do anything different as far as like my plans go i try to have you know some goals out in the future anyway so it's not like oh my gosh it's a new year wait what do i what do, um i guess i'll come up with some ideas <laughs> so you know it's like i've already already got a plan where he's trying to stick to it you know but you know at least i'd say the time for me where i'm really kind of reconsidering everything that i have ahead of me is uh definitely when i travel you know if ever i go on a vacation i'll usually kind of look at my life and go what am i doing with my time you know and is this what i want to be doing with my time uh, but I don't really get that sense at the beginning of the year, truly. Yeah, yeah, so. that's fair. And the same with that's how I feel with Christmas gifts too. Like if I need it, I'll buy it anytime yeah. in the year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't have to decide your life on uh, New Year's. Yeah. So, yep. But uh, so. no, that is my challenge. Yep. Not really a resolution. Usually, it's a challenge of some sort. So my that's challenge fun. is to use that phone if if and when I get it. Right. So, that's fun. It'd be great. Yeah, I like great. I like a, I like the idea of like a New Year's challenge instead of a New Year's resolution. Yeah, seems more realistic. Yeah. But oh, he's reaching behind his back. He's pulling it out. Oh man, that was clean, clean and smooth. <laughs> My goodness, do we even say it? Do that again. <laughs> Take two. Mailbag. Mailbag. There it is. There it is. <laughs> it's that time of the week, folks, where we read your email. Let's get to it. All right. The first thing we've got another beautiful email from uh, some folks, of course, you know, Stan. We've got uh, some new folks. We've got Ripper uh, and I'll start off with a, uh, I think it's a new uh, commenter. Uh, he wanted to let us know that, uh, first of all, he's thankful for the podcast. And uh, he uh, holds Doug responsible for nothing. And he finds that he has all of his fingers. <laughs> and he has, has a hard time believing uh, that people uh, have a problem keeping sharp edges out of their fingers. Uh, but anyway, he says he's your age. And uh uh, he says uh, he's sure he'll find something to blame Alec for soon enough. <laughs> he yeah, says, just stick around uh, for a while. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> won't take you too long. He says, I uh, took up whittling as a way of starting, uh, staying off of the internet during my lunch breaks at work. 
Interesting. Yeah, there you go. Now my Instagram feed is full of carving and whittling posts, and I'm having a hard time keeping up with all my uh, Facebook carving buddies. Stupid internet. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I agree. So he says that uh, he is uh, thinking about losing his iPhone too and uh, going back to an old flip phone. He said when he listened to our last show, uh, it inspired him. Uh, so he's right there with you, Doug. And uh, he said, thanks for mentioning the light phone. Glad to know I'm not the only one, he says here. So another, uh, no big question, he says, but he does have uh, uh, the, the curiosity and wonder why carvers and whittlers uh, like carving the face so much. He said when he was young, he filled the sketchbooks that he had with page after page of faces and made up human characters. He says, now I've got a pile of carved faces and little figures. Why do you suppose we do this? Why the faces instead of the hands, toes, or tomatoes? Anyway, have fun with that. Thanks again for the show. Lift the Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Lift that Jeep. Oh, no. Uh, well, fair, fair, uh, fair comment. Uh, why do we do faces? I don't know. It's just so familiar. Oh. Probably such a, such a variety. <laughs> well, I think it's a variety of things too, like yeah. a variety of facial features. Yeah. How about this? Here's the one I always get is why don't you do more women? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because the, the, the women, they're just such a different animal that uh, yeah. they're, they're hard. All my women look like uh, butch, butch mm -hmm. women, like manly, manly women. Right. <laughs> it's difficult. strong jawed women well the carving i did for wood carving illustrated uh is i i hate looking at that magazine cover it looks to me it looks like a dude i mean it looks absolutely 100 like a dude it's not it's not feminine very much feminine at all so so you know i i have the tendency you know spending 10 years carving mostly men and then finally going uh, to visit a friend in raleigh and using that as an excuse to only carve women while I was there, a woman a day, uh, while I stayed in his apartment or condo, uh, that kind of helped me turn the corner a bit. But uh, yeah, it's hard to just not fall back into the old mindsets. You know, women's phases uh, are totally different than men's in the sense that um, the overall shape is uh, just just different. You know, and, and on the whole, it's uh, it's it's if you go in using the same techniques that you use to carve a male face, it's not going to work for you. Uh, but you know that being but said why, they're, not, they're not inherently harder to carve they're just different no yeah so why but why the face i have another thought about that too. yeah why that. why carve the faces i think it's because uh they have such personality yeah and every face you can uh like you can almost like sometimes you can almost talk to them they're so realistic yeah you know and uh you can have them looking in different directions or creepier or happy and i i, I just think there's so much you can do with a face yeah. rather than a tree mm -hmm. like what do you think no that's that's it for me i think the face is the most expressive uh part of the body i mean you know the hands do communicate a lot body language communicates a lot but nothing communicates as much as the face to me and so yeah. if you're going to choose one thing to carve uh you know you know people to me are the most interesting but yeah and the people too when you when it comes to figures you can have them doing <clears throat> multitude of things whatever every career path every thought every hobby every like, there's just so much so, right and yeah. if my hands are you know if my hands are up in the air and they're clenched and you know they're raised up above my head and my face is happy that looks <laughs> i'm happy but if i'm yeah. upset i look 
it just changes. So when people say, oh, the expression is all in the human figure, it's like, no, no, it's in the yeah. face. So yeah. anyway, mind I you, I, was- I do, I do want to carve some, some hands someday. I've seen yeah. some real cool carvings of like hands coming out of a tree, like scratching their way down. And yeah, they're cool. A little hole in the tree. Or- well, me too. I, I would love to learn, you know, I have, uh, you know, uh, far be it for me to, uh, to say that I, uh, I, I, I don't admire and want to carve figures because uh, that's a, so a whole nother world that I'd love to learn to do better. So anyway, moving on, uh, Kyle S., uh, he says he's new. He says, hey, guys, I'm new to wood carving as I was just gifted a whittle set for my birthday a few weeks ago. Not knowing much about it, I went to YouTube and discovered Doug's channel. And I've been obsessed with watching his videos. I then discovered the podcast and have been listening nonstop. I just started my first project today and followed along with my most fan- with the most fantastically simple video and ended up carving three. He attached a photo here. Uh, along and he says uh, I do have a question for you guys if you could recommend one main carving knife for the beginner or simple carving category what would you recommend the knife that came with my kit seems to be a bit long and difficult to get deeper cuts with thanks Kyle well great question I always (laughs) if I was to buy one knife Now I would I'll I'll temper this with uh, I like a healthy knife. Mm-hmm. Healthy knives are hard to get, so let's just put them aside. But Grail knife are always healthies. But yeah. OCC Tool sells a knife, uh, inch and three quarters, inch and seven eighths. Great mm-hmm. knife, great beginner knife. Mm-hmm. Gives you a good purchase on the handle, nice handles. You can get a variety of different handles, and uh, yeah. that's my that's my pick. It's a yeah. uh, as soon as you say one knife brand, then people are going to say whatever knife brand they like. And the yeah. truth of the matter is, you'll get good at whatever you have in your hand. But if mm-hmm. you're going to buy one, I'd go straight for an OCC tool mm-hmm. or a Drake or a Helvy. And uh, you can't go wrong. Yeah. And and those aren't even, those are, I've only tried a, a handful. I can't speak about all the knives out there. There's yep. so many knives. Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing for a beginner is just getting them something that's sharp and ground ground correctly right out of the box. So, yep. you know, that's what those companies are doing. Then, you know, that's why they're the best. You know, it's like, yeah, you don't want the thing you don't want to do as a beginner is buy a tool that you have to reshape and do a lot to. Yeah. And when you buy your first knife. Yeah. Part and parcel of that is you better have a strop. At the same time, you buy yeah. your knife. Learn oh, yeah. how to strop your knife, and you'll never have to sharpen it. Just keep it stropped at all yeah. times, and uh, sharp knife is your is your friend. Totally. So that's a great response, and yeah, I I wouldn't add anything to that. You know, I mean, another Brit maker that I like is uh, um, uh, Lions. Dave Lions have mentioned him before. He does a good mm-hmm. knife. They're kind of softer steel, but. You know, I think they, they, I like that. I like that they're easier to, to polish and hone and sharpen. So, but yeah, no, even Denny, uh, which is a, what is it? OCCT or something tools. They're pretty good too. I like that. That's what I'm talking about. Yep. Oh, you I mentioned saw that, Yeah. Yep. That's OCC tools. But I saw that you have a, uh, <clears throat> what's the other knife you have? Is it, was it a Denny? Yep. Which is the same. Yeah. Bought out by OCCT. Yeah, but it's an original. That's an old one. Those are cool. I may, uh, I may steal it from you. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, Ron uh, Wells. Don't you have a Wells? 
Um, I don't know. I might. I don't know. I thought I, just, I, I, thought I saw you using something there one time, and I thought, oh, I'd like to get my hands on that knife. I have so many estate I, sale finds that I don't even know the makers of that. Yeah, it's possible that I have something I'm not aware of. But anyway, yeah. let's let's move along. Moving on. <laughs> uh, this one is really hilarious. This is a uh, Ripper T shreds. It's a long one, but she does have some questions at the end. But I have to read is the intro. She? Oh, he Ripper. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm uh, well, you know what? Who am I to say? Yeah, I just assumed it was a man. Yeah, I'm it's pretty sure be. he's probably he's probably sitting there going, Of course, I'm a man. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Hello, Alec and Doug. Thank you for the wonderful, entertaining Canada Dry Water and Sorta Carving podcast. I watch every Friday on YouTube with a strong cup of coffee. Alec, I love that you're tinkering with the Jeep. I'm currently building a 67 Triumph chopper, and I feel your pain and frustration with learning electrical and fabrication. Will you incorporate a carving somehow in the Jeep, like a shifter knob? Doug, my jaw dropped the biggest with the biggest smile appearing on my face when you talked about trail bikes. Having raced 125cc motorcycles, oh, I can tell you they are a blast. You have al- you already have that cool biker luck. I can picture you riding along, backpack full of carvings, travel mugs strapped to the handlebar, beard flowing in the wind, and a little bit of pee in the pants. <laughs> So exciting. (laughs) I don't know what that one is. I hope you get one. Strap on a GoPro. Question though, for you both. One, do any of your family members tune into this podcast or follow your YouTube or Instagram? Do they ever leave a loving comment or a jab? Laugh aloud. Two, if I feel you are both celebrities in my eyes, do you get recognized as one in your community? Do little old ladies pinch your cheeks in the bun aisle at the grocery store? Big fan, ripper, from Saskatchewan. <laughs> and he says down here in parentheses, Alec, it's pronounced Saskatchewan. There you go. Well, I didn't know he's Canadian. There you go. Yeah. Um, so if he raced 125s, uh, 10 bucks says he broke his collarbone at some point in his life. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody I, I know that uh, has raced or, or hardcore dirt bikers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's always the one. is it always the handle i imagine that goes into the, the i don't even i don't even know I imagine that thing comes up and then you get your i don't know who knows but hey, do your family questions. members yeah your family members so number one family members tune into the podcast or follow your youtube or give you a jabra or a great job yeah they uh they i don't know that they watch they they uh they mock me quite often <laughs> and yeah. uh yeah so I think uh, my parents are my biggest fans, possibly. My brothers all uh, tell me they don't watch it and that I suck. But then here I hear stories that they're they talking about me with their friends. Yep. About the cool videos my brother made on YouTube. So yep. there you go, there brothers. You go. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> I know uh, you like me. No. Yeah. But yeah. it's it is the uh, I would be the exact same way. Great. And. Uh, that's what brothers are about. Yeah. Because we're all boys. I have no girls. If I had a girl sister, if I had a sister, I, I'm sure she'd be nice to me. But uh, yeah. being the baby of four boys, I expect nothing, nothing less. Well, so. I, you know, my same thing with me, except I have a single brother and a sister and my brother, I'm pretty sure he listens occasionally. I don't think he's like uh, listening to everyone all the way through. Uh, he's not a woodcarver, uh, although he's a fan of yours. And he, uh, I think he, you know, he has to kind of keep up to, to see what, what I'm up to because uh, he's a YouTuber. So 
he enjoys, although that's, it's possible that he too listens to every podcast and doesn't tell me and uh, secretly likes our podcast. I think that's possible. So uh, that being said, uh, he doesn't No, no comments, no jabs, but uh, the jabs are plenty on our phone calls. Yeah, for sure. So, well, and, how about the people that uh, start out and say, well, I can't, I can't watch your videos. That's what I get from my feeling. Well, I, I can't watch carving <laughs> stuff. I, mean, I, I can't watch yeah. that. Like, yeah. Well, I, why would you? Right. You don't have to. Yeah. 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 No. It is. Yeah. Those are, I've, I've had them too. Like, I love yeah. when people are like, oh, I saw your live stream. I don't watch those. I don't have the patience to watch them. But, but I do see and I kind of scroll through and I'm always like, why would you, that? what kind of a comment is that? You know? Yeah. 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 Nothing I really, like, I really uh, like you. <laughs> that's right just say it uh, just say it uh, carving in the jeep i i would imagine that's probably a no oh yeah yeah no way no although it would be cool in theory i just uh i like i like keeping you know as you guys have heard before i'm not about to lift a jeep i'm not about to do anything you know outside of just stock for the most part yeah i mean other than the tires being a little bit larger than stock i would never i like i like it stock my uh, my wife. Well, she's gonna hear this anyway, so I'm gonna I'll say it with a with a smile. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she has on her uh, on her rearview mirror mm-hmm. hanging one of those little uh, Tom Hines five yeah. minute fantastically simple carving that she made herself. No way. Yeah, that she carved, and every wow. time I drive it, I'm like. I want I want to put a different one on there. <laughs> oh, oh, that's rough. I like how silent you got too when you said that. Like I yeah. don't like her. <laughs> it's not that I don't like it, but we've we've come so far. That's like it's been there for five years. It's like the first uh-huh. car that she's ever done. So I, I know she can do so much better now. Right. But right. Anyway, yeah. not that she's a big carver, but I'm just saying. Sure. Uh, no, she's got skills, right? So yeah. I feel you. No, Annalise's first carving is a. Uh, up on the post here in the studio and uh i like looking at it it's uh better than you know eight times better than my first one but it's uh you know she's she her second one was a lot better than this one so i should probably put her newer one up but uh but do as far as uh, feeling like celebrities do you get recognized as one in your community nope do you do old ladies pinch your cheeks in the bun at the grocery store nope uh, probably more you doug right Yes, I actually have a whole harem of old ladies. That uh, <laughs> that sentence, I love it. The old ladies love Doug because uh, being the, uh, the 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 handyman for the world, and yeah. I always uh, I got a whole bunch of old ladies at the church too that they're all the widowed or whatever, and I always go and help them out. And not because of my YouTube, just because I'm. Right. Uh, I go change their smoke detector batteries and yep. carry heavy things for them. And but uh, no, I don't get recognized in this genre at all anymore. Well, yeah. I shouldn't say that. But back in the day when I was doing more of the uh, the camping and the bushcraft stuff, it was uh, a lot more common. Yeah. But of course, then you would go to a big show, and I'm sure if you went to wood carving show where the wood carvers are, they'll know who you are. Yeah. And the same thing goes with the outdoors. If you go to an yeah. outdoor show, and that goes, yeah. Well, no, but, I will uh, say going to the the last carving show I went to, it was uh, surprising how many folks came up to me and said, oh, you know, you know, usually wanting to ask you about something or, 
you know, can I give, can I give Doug some basswood or, you know, <laughs> but no, quite a few people, you know, came up and said that they watched and enjoyed the podcast. So that was fun. You do get that at the right, right events. Yeah. So yep, that's right. Uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, Rick Fenley. Funny story. He's from Stockholm, California. He said he found his love from carve uh, of carving. Stockholm, California. I guess that <clears throat> Stockton. Sorry. Did I say Stockholm? Yeah. Stockton. Does, does he, does he know the Diaz brothers? Does he That's know the UFC reference? He'll get it. Don't worry. Got about it. it. Good. Carry on. Found my love of carving through watching Doug on YouTube. My goodness. We could just literally copy and paste this sentence and add it to the beginning of every email. Um, it would save us some time. We just assume it is there. Uh, your podcast is also awesome, and I love listening to it. Uh, but in the 14th episode, Doug talked about uh, using a hockey puck to lift the Alex Jeep. And I just wanted to say it really does work. My uncle used hockey pucks to lift the body of his Jeep, and it works. So you guys are the best. Yep. Keep it going. Yeah. No, they, they, they do it all the time. It's a, it's a, it's a poor man. Lift, though. It's not uh, yeah. considered... Well, I did find a hockey puck in the studio and I looked at it for a minute and I thought, no, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. But uh, this is from Ed. He says, uh, thanks for the reminder to take my vitamins. I was stressed out from work and totally forgot to take my vitamins that day. So your comment at the end of the show reminded me to take them. <laughs> I know you say it as a joke, but it proved to be a helpful reminder. Also, obligatory shout out to Doug for getting me into carving and also the love of bushcraft videos and because that's how I found you. Um, I, would, I would like both of your opinions on the subject of knives and tools. A friend of mine is a knife snob and mocks my inexpensive moros and flex cuts. I point out that having an expensive knife does not make you a better carver, but practice does. I've seen a lot of other people carving with utility knives, old kitchen knives, fish knives, and knives that they've made themselves. However, I am starting to wonder after a certain proficiency is reached if you should upgrade your tools to a premium brand in order to achieve a better carving. Or is it simply practice learning to sharpen your knife properly and the decision to sell your carvings? <laughs> Nod to the artist of the week tip. Uh, thank you for continuing to your podcast. Keep up the good work. Well, you know my answer. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. And in fact, you know, in the bushcraft world, more knives, they're they're it. Like custom makers, uh, bushcraft knives range from like hundred dollars to i sold one for a thousand dollars did you really yep a bushcraft knife a bushcraft knife i snagged it it was a uh, allen wood woodlore which is uh oh what's his head uh english guy oh this is terrible people are gonna get mad at me the the king of bushcraft in england <clears throat> yeah anyway mm -hmm. his his brand is woodlore he had a show oh this is gonna kill me <laughs> everybody should know this guy's name anyway it was his knife and i found it in quebec and i got it for like 300 dollars. and it's a woodlore knife and the rare is hen's teeth huh. so i sent it I, I bought it and i sent it to adventure sworn in new york and had them refurbish it they mm -hmm. give it a give it a buff and spit and polish and uh, yeah i sold it for a thousand bucks so that's the woodlore uh bushcraft knife but that's uh, astounding now as, as far as the uh no. chair like I, i've always said that is that the chair yeah i'm like can't make it do it oh. now but yeah no no what's doing it <laughs> <laughs> blame the chair my farting uh, chair so yeah i've always said it, the tool doesn't make the carver 
Yeah. Yeah. If you want to have nice things, why can't you have nice things? No law against having nice things. Yeah. Like, would I be, uh, I went to Morris after going through all the expensive stuff. And and it's always, it's always like this. Yeah. Simplicity is always the other side of complexity. Like, you never start out just simple. But anyway, he mentioned fish knife. And case in point is uh, our buddy on the East Coast here, Kevin Coates. And uh, he does some amazing carvings with an old fish knife. I didn't know that. And yeah, he's got it. Like he cuts down the old old uh, fish knife, and uh, everyone thinks they have to. So this is the thing. So people try and copy his knife. Well, it's, it's a terrible knife, right. in my opinion. It's a terrible right. knife. I don't. I don't want to carve with it. But it, he uses it. He, and he makes it work, and he does great work. So how can yep. you fault him? Right. So. No. And again, like I said, in the with watching the Africans with those little uh, little hammer knives, yeah, adds is like it's whatever you get used to. Yep. So, but again, there's nothing wrong with having nice things. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, yeah, it's uh, <clears throat> I am you know uh, uh, b- b- well, so I actually sell. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you sound like me now. I know why you don't like that. Um, I sell Stubai knives, which are, you know, they're a company that have been making knives for a hundred years and, you know, they're kind of like a, you know, like a, you know, in, in a similar caliber to like the Swiss made and the more, they're an expensive knife and they're priced accordingly. But, um, you know, I don't say to people that they need to have that to, in order to carve. I mean, these companies like FlexCut and those who stamp out tools quickly that, you know, as long as they're made with decent metal and you maintain them they're they're a good tool to start with but yeah i mean if, if you're gonna if you're gonna start pounding in the back of your chisels i wouldn't do that with a flex cut for very long although i do know they make some larger size you know hand uh tools um maybe those mm-hmm. are great i don't have experience with those um yeah and so you know i you know i distribute for them so, so obviously I, I i think that the octagonal old-fashioned wooden handles are in you know in the steel they use it's, it's good so it works but um yeah, it's uh, you know, it's definitely um, worthwhile to invest in in good tools. Uh, but oh, I mean, there are always there are always new companies that are coming out with improvements and on these old fashioned octagonal handles, um, and the this kind of the industry standard tools. So nothing wrong with it. That's a good point you made, though. That the uh, it's like you can't make any cheap name for it either. There's companies out there that make absolute crap. Yeah, like absolute garbage. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, we won't mention them, but uh, you get what you pay for too. Yeah. If you if you buy a carving knife at the dollar store, mm-hmm. guess what? You're not going to be a carver. Yep. That's yep. it. So, and this is a you know topic of interest to me because I'm actually you know working to make knives, and uh, you know we're you know in the early, still kind of in the early stages of uh, of of manufacturing, but I definitely. You know, I want to take the designs that exist, the things I like about the tools that I, I sell now and make a better tool. Um, but uh, yeah, I won't say anything else about it other than the fact that, you know, I'm excited about that. So, um, the, you know, this is uh, Stan uh, saying, greetings, Doug and Alec. He spells Doug with a U and Alec with an I. I was happy to see that we shared some pet peeves. 
I believe that snow-covered windows in a car is a secondary ticket offense here, which means after you plow through a school zone and send the kids flying, you'll be given a ticket for the obstructed windows. <laughs> I also yeah. agree. <laughs> I don't know about that, but uh, I also agree with winter footwear pet peeve. I love wearing my beloved Sorel boots with the temporary ice cleats on appropriate days to get the mail. I enjoy waving to fallen neighbors with their loose flip-flops and, and leather-soled shoes lying in their driveways. There you go. Uh, well, I see my autocorrecting name app appears to be working on my gas-operated Chromebook finally. Merry Christmas, Doug and Alec, and blessings to your families. So the joke here is he spelled Doug and Alec correct at the very end. <laughs> That's oh. awesome. Gotta love hearing from Stan. I can't, I can't do that. That's crazy. It didn't work the last week. I blew the, uh, the whatever of the microphone. Yeah. So you only heard a little bit of it. Did it come through this time? Same thing as last week. Every time. <laughs> it's, it's a bad, it's a bad intro. I like it. Um, artist of the week that, or crafter creator of the week. Yes. Spotlight creator. What do you got? Me? Yeah. Uh, this is a friend of mine. His name is uh, Joshua Noom. I mentioned him before. Oh, yeah. I thought it was, yeah, yeah. yeah, I thought it was cool. Also known as the guy who does our logo design and uh, the stuff on all of our merch. Uh, but he just made this calendar, uh, which I think is awesome. It's a free calendar that you can print, take to a print shop and download. Um, so he, he does this every once in a while. He'll like come up with a design and just offer it for free. But uh, for those of you watching on YouTube, you can see it says always tired on the top and uh, oh. it's hilarious, but uh, it's got kind of the Florida vibe to it, but I just love his work aside from, you know, the many projects that he's done for, you know, these, you know, the Grateful Dead and, you know, Bonnaroo and all these, you know, Dave Matthews and count, you, you know, you name the band, he's probably done some work for him. He, he does incredible album art. Uh, but I just love his doodles. Like his simple doodles are so fun and yeah. a, a lesson in simplicity and design. Uh, he's just awesome. And uh, I'm, I'm honored that he did uh, work for us. And uh, truly one of my favorite drawings of his is the one he did for us. I, yeah. And yeah. It's, it's just so cool. But yeah, I love all of his, all of his stuff. I'm showing more of it off for those of you who are listening or watching rather, not listening, sorry, but uh, yeah, worth checking him out on Instagram. He is Joshua and Noom is spelled with a N O O M and, uh, that's his handle. So he's my, well, if you leader. love it, if you love it so much, you should have a whole wardrobe of shirts and sweatshirts and uh... <laughs> there you go. Get after it. Uh, I picked, uh, a different one again today yeah. by the name of, well, I don't know if that's his actual name, but on Instagram, it's Ludic Burian. Uh-huh. Ludic, L-U-D-E-K dot period, Burian, B-U-R-I-A-N. And he is a marionette maker. Huh. And they are so fun and cool. And I don't know. Oh, yeah. He's great. He, yeah. Like, even the, the carvings that he does in the marionettes, like, just the way that he does stuff is things i would never even consider and the colors he paints like he has that circusy creep vibe to the marionettes too a bit you know like uh 
he does these big whales too that have like uh, villages on their back and oh i just love him yep super cool stuff yeah he's yep. a i'm a follower of his and a fan yeah i i love the way he paints it's like unreal i think if to be a marionette maker you must have a you gotta have like a like i want to make them myself so you must i think you have to have that kind of a weird vibe in you right there's something <laughs> there's you know what i'm saying there's this there's yeah. this i don't know how to explain it it's like the the creepy clown feel like yeah yeah they're cool yep they are neat so, that's my pick of the week ludic burian on the instagram that's a good pick do you have any of his work doug no, <laughs> no i do not <laughs> see no, there you no. go so well uh after that comes our final segment of the year and it is what you've been watching media what do we call it again media yeah what you've been taking in what you've been watching media hour or yeah, media, media spotlight <laughs> yeah there you go it's not <laughs> an hour it? god forbid it becomes an hour right exactly uh you got one uh for me i'm gonna you go ahead because you you sound you sound like you've I'm got just it chomping. i'm just chomping at the bit what do you this got because i was thinking about old uh ripper ripper t shreds is gonna love this one youtube yeah and you know it's just like a, a tv show when you find one and like and you like it and you're like fantastic and you just pray that you go to their channel and there's like a hundred more that you can watch right so i'm only one deep it was a one hour youtube video mm -hmm. and i went to his thing and he's got a whole whack of them so i'm gonna <laughs> fill my time with c90 adventures <laughs> this is a fella a c90 this i think is a honda scooter okay from alaska to argentina over the course of years he's taken this scooter and through jungle and snow he crosses canada in the winter on a scooter <laughs> it's insanity <laughs> that's nuts and then right down he's going all the way to argentina but the one that i watched he was like in uh uh i think he's in columbia mm. and he's just a different character he's funny but i i love his sense of adventure and he's not afraid like he was popping in out of uh, countries illegally, like on the border and stuff. He's like, Damn. "Oh, I'm not supposed to be here. I'm not registered." And he, one place, he wasn't allowed to bring his bike, so he took it, the whole scooter apart and to put it in the bags and put it on his ship, and then reassembled it in the next country. Like it's just great. I love it. I'm so excited that uh, I've got many more to watch since I'm in my little scooter slash trail bike uh, travel mode. That's going to get me through the winter, I think, watching yeah. everybody's travel uh, adventures. So huh. that's mine. C90 Adventures. C90. He's an Eng Eng English fella. Oh, boy. Another rabbit trail to go down. I'm excited. Yep. Yep. Is that all for you? That's it for me. Uh, for me, I have been revisiting one of my favorite ever movies. Ooh, just a few clips from it here and there. The Jerk with Steve Martin. Steve Martin, yep. yeah. My dad and I were eating dinner together a couple of days ago after working. Uh, I think we were doing something to the Jeep. Oh, yeah, probably Sur resulting. Surprise, surprise. Uh, yeah, isn't that kind of <laughs> odd? Seems like that's kind of, anyway. But uh, we were working on the Jeep and then went in the house. and Yeah. Funny story about the Jeep, actually. Side note before I 
conclude that thought is it was was having trouble starting. I think I alluded to that. And uh, we bought a bunch of parts and it ended up being this thing that you just unplug for a minute and plug it back in. My dad yeah. was like, that doesn't sit right with me. I like, there's something about that that's not right. I, that, yeah. that doesn't make sense. Sure enough, he said, you got to take it to the house. We got to install the part that we bought for it. I, I just think we should do it. I have a feeling that there's something up. We put it on the lift, we, this new plug, which goes to uh, this ignition control module. The switch was completely, the wiring was fried to a crisp. And the act of unplugging it connected the circuit again, right? Just the movement, the little jostling yep. connected yep. the wires that were barely hanging on by a thread. And there's just one filament, you know, it's of attachment left because they had been bumping up against the man, the exhaust manifold, melting the yeah. wire. So anyway, we uh, repaired that. His his years of uh, of uh, of uh, being a mechanic have uh, paid off and, and resolved that issue. So anyway, but yeah, that's the jerk for me. And then of course, you know, there are some Jeep videos still. Uh, I've been tame tame on that, and it's uh, it's between the jerk and uh, Portlandia. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, love the Portlandia. Yeah, no the the car buying episode, um, the grocery store uh, sketch where a guy walks into the health food store in Portland. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, I forgot a bag, and uh, Fred Armisen's yep. character looks at him and says, "I'm sorry, yeah, I just uh, I was at my friend's house and I didn't bring a bag with me, and I was yep. wondering if yep. uh, you got I actually want bags, yeah." Did yeah, you? I actually watched that in the last couple of weeks. Did you really? Again. Yeah, the bag one, especially. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. the and the uh, the uh, oh, the the bike's not going to do it. and needs to buy a car. Yep. And yep. yep. Oh yeah. No, we're down. We're, that's funny. Yeah. 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 So no, it's fantastic. You know, the the guy the the bit is that the uh, the 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 register guy at the register cannot believe that the guy didn't break. Well, why didn't I don't wake up in the morning and forget to forget to open my eyes i don't sit in a car a pretend car and 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 run to work <laughs> you know anyway uh he is a that kind of comedy yeah is is i just i could eat it all day like that yep. is my favorite that dry nonsensical yep. fred armison is great he's, he's one of great. my favorites he, yeah for sure yep. yeah me too yeah which by the way on brand when you, when he was asked, you know, what are some tips you would give to performers? What's something that you do that kind of sets you apart or helps you in your performance? He said, well, a, a trick that I have is, uh, I just take just a little bit of coffee, just a little, little bit of coffee, a little caffeine right before I go on. And, uh, there you go. There you go. All right. <laughs> so have you said uh, he did a, a special for drummers? Oh yeah. <laughs> It's good. He's like, it's all, it's like the blues solo. It's like whenever anyone picks up a guitar and starts playing blues, he's like, oh god, this is gonna last for fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah, something along those good. lines. Yeah. Anyway, but, well, uh, that concludes episode number sixteen and our last one ever, ever, ever. So we're gonna take some time off and uh, really reevaluate. <laughs> <laughs> really yeah you know really uh take stock of our lives and what what are we doing with it right. if this is where we're gonna continue no just kidding we'll be back in january <laughs> we'll see yeah we'll see we'll see we did want yeah. to tease you so, though we kind of planned a little bit yeah but we want everyone to have a uh a merry christmas and a happy new year and hopefully uh it's good for all and get you rested up and back at her
And remember, folks, take your vitamins. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>